Thoughts and Prayers by Jay Hurdle. Sometimes it's all you have. Thoughts. Sometimes it's all you can do. Pray. Tonight, my thoughts are of you. Of your thoughts. Of what they must be. Of how you want to close your eyes to forget. To not talk. To not think. To not question or understand. To turn back time. To spend one more day, minute, moment with him, with her. To not hear one more time, one more goddamn time. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Sometimes it's all I can give. Thoughts. Sometimes it's all we can do pray I wrote that poem called Thoughts and Prayers after a mass shooting I can't tell you which mass shooting it was there have been too many the the book that the poem is included in called Dark Light was published last year so maybe that helps to narrow it down But now we sit here today and over the last week we've heard more and more about mass shootings where someone chooses to take the life of someone else, of somebody's. And and I know there's a lot of well, there's a lot of thoughts, and I'm sure there's a lot of prayers going on about the condition that we have found ourselves in. And I'm not here to to say what's right or what's wrong, whether it's a change in gun laws, but it doesn't seem like the ones we have are doing anything. I'm not here to say that spending more money on mental health is a solution. Although I wonder if the people that that commit these terrible crimes, if they would even consider seeking help, whether it was paid for by them or paid for by taxpayers. I don't know. I look back over these these mass killings. That's what they are. Shots are being fired, but they are mass killings, taking the life of men and women, of children, of black and white, Hispanic and Asian, straight and gay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to these people, these these scumbag. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that. It doesn't matter to them who you are. You see, because 
if we step far enough, far, far enough back, excuse me, if we step far enough back and really look at what is happening, there's only one truly common denominator in all of these shootings. The shooter does not value life. Now, there's paths, there's different paths that lead to someone not valuing life or someone else's life. I don't think they value their own. How many times are they either kill themselves or taken down by police officers before they leave the crime scene? I don't know if that's by by design, but... My gut tells me it is. You see, because they have no value system. And our value system here in the United States is eroding away every second of every day. We're getting further and further away from the things that were that were part of us from the very beginning. And I'm not talking about the beginning of the United States. I'm talking about the beginning, the creation of man where there was a value system. And you see, that value system was given to us as a gift from God. Oh, it started off so simple. Just a walk in a garden with him. And one one simple rule, one simple value to know that what you have is more important than what you'll ever need or ever dream of or ever want because it was given to them by God. And now we can't say those things. We can't say those things in our schools. We can't say those things in our business place. We'll probably get in trouble for saying them on social media or on blog posts or wherever you want to look. There's somebody that's not going to like this. Someone talking about God and talking about values, and that's okay. I don't care if you don't like me or don't like what I think. You see, because what your thoughts are in no way changes the truth. And the truth is, is that life is valuable. It's valuable to someone. Even the shooter. His life or her life is valuable to someone. That someone wasn't, I don't know, wasn't bold enough to step forward and give that person value in their life. Maybe then, maybe then, they wouldn't have done what they did. Maybe they wouldn't have picked up a gun and went out and slaughtered people. Now, you know where this conversation will end. And in talking about God and how if you, if any of you, or even to a, a situation or you know someone in a situation where everything around them has been devalued to nothing, that leading them to down the path of, of, of righteousness, leading them to their Savior, to Jesus Christ, it's our responsibility. We just lead. That's all we do. 
God will take over from there. But I wonder sometimes if these shooters, if anybody's ever told them the story about Jesus Christ. There's evil in the world. I'd be foolish not to recognize that. But evil can be overcome by good. Uh, maybe, maybe this idea of of getting people back to the position of valuing life is as is as thorny as changing gun laws, or or providing mental health care to people that don't really want it. I don't know. Maybe it just falls into another category of things that we should try but probably aren't going to do any good at all. I don't mean to sound like such a cynic. Thank goodness. No, thank God. Thank God none of these shootings have touched me personally. I don't even know anyone that it has touched personally. There's a large boundary separating my life from theirs. But I I fear that that boundary can be erased with just one thought, one moment in someone's life, someone that I know, someone that I love, that it can be erased by some anger, evil that we don't understand. And then I wonder, did I ever tell them about Jesus Christ? Did I ever tell the person that I love about Jesus Christ? That's a lot of weight for me to carry. That's a lot of weight for me to ask you to carry. I could just put it all on the shooter. If they're out there listening, here's an idea. Take your own life and leave ours alone. It's not very Christian of you, Jim. I said it before you did. My thoughts and prayers.